use everything God gave you. You can do it. Bro, let's go. I know you're better than this. Be everything God made you to be. Don't quit. Don't be useless with possibility. Hey fam, welcome to the Don't Be Useless podcast. I am actually re-recording this episode because the recording did not go through when I was live with you guys on Monday at 1 p.m. Central, as I'm always with you every Monday at one o'clock Central. So I've decided to re-record this episode because I wanna make sure that this conversation is out there. Why? Because I believe it helps you in at least one of the three areas, which is deliver on your vision, the vision for your life, build your confidence, and helps you use your God-given gifts. So every episode, that is the overarching goal. That is what the Don't Be Useless podcast is here for. And so because of that, I want to, of course, draw you guys attention to the conversation that was had this past Monday. One of the key points in that conversation was around disagreements. What type of public disagreements or brawls have we seen play out in the media? We talked about OJ Simpson. Everyone felt like they needed to pick a side. It was one of the biggest blowups in that decade. (laughs) Honestly, it still rings a bit true today as one of the biggest. I would say pick Biggie and Tupac. That was a huge fuse. Somehow it got even media attention. And so we talked back and forth about that live on the podcast on Monday as well. What do you think? What are some of the things that you can remember in your time as being some of the big public blowups or disagreements or times where you felt like you had to choose a side? The reason why I pose this question to the group is because in this time, many are choosing the side of their race. And what I wanna do is caution you as to sometimes your race isn't 100% right. What I want us to grow into, what I want us to live and be about is truth. And truth for me comes from the word of God. I am a fallible person. I do believe Jesus died for me. And I do believe there is freedom I have, favor, goodness, blessings in my life as a result of submitting my life to him. So, I myself know that Jesus died to make me anew. I am a new person in God. So I choose not to let the blessings that he's given me become the thing that I identify myself with more than I identify myself with who God is. What I mean is yes, I am a black female, but I will not go so far into a movement of feminism so far into a movement of being black that I forget to exalt God's name higher than any blessing he's given me. So it's a blessing for me to be black. I love being a woman. Now, you know, these menstrual cycles can go, but I love being a woman. I love being a mother. I love being a person who's worked for some of the top companies in the world. These are gifts. I'm a podcaster. I love doing this and talking with you guys. And I love the fam that's growing around this podcast. You guys are amazing. But what I won't do is say, you know what? I am black first and everything else second. I won't do it. Being black is a blessing for me. 
And so I don't want to take again, any gift, anything God has given me or placed inside my life and make that thing exalted higher than the God who died for me. So is my race a hundred percent right? As we march through the streets, as we peacefully protest, No, I don't think we're a hundred percent right about everything. How can I say that? Because there are some looters, a lot of them, um, it's been surfaced that they are not black. There are some riot instigators in the mix, but there are some black folks who are looting and running into targets and all different kinds of stuff. They're, they're black. They're a part of the race that I am in America. So there are parts of my race that no, I don't agree with or identify with. I think that's a lot of black Americans. We're not down for the looting, but at the same time, I am so in support of the peaceful protests. Okay. We have a right to do so in this country. I think it is excellent to support back black businesses and give them opportunities that they have worked very hard for. And even at times weren't even given loans because uh, their businesses were considered high risk because they're black. So many different stories have surfaced. Now, what I won't do again is say, because I'm black, that is the, the flag I'm going to wave. And I'm going to put that as bigger than Jesus Christ himself in my life. I won't do it. Now, everybody has their thoughts and take on this. For those who are listening who are not Christian, you may not have the same faith and maybe you are confused. You're like, gosh, is Jesus that big of a deal to you? He actually is. A story I haven't shared very often um, is kind of the path to how I became who I am now. Not that it's a big deal at all, but I was uh, born in Memphis, Tennessee. I was primarily raised in inner city Memphis, Tennessee. I also lived in Detroit for a couple years as a very young person and even Oklahoma where I'm the only black kid in every class. Definitely a culture shock when I was in fifth uh, and sixth grade. And so when we head back to Memphis, Tennessee, um, finishing out my middle school and high school years, um, I found myself having a bit of experience that my peers did not have. One, just like I said, I had been in a completely white environment. I had also been in a church that was spirit filled and I saw miraculous, like seriously miracles and things happen in front of my eyes in the name of Jesus. Um, but I also saw that I was, I felt as if my black, my skin intimidated people around me. I found that a lot of times I had to become like the kids around me. And if I didn't, then I would be even more of an outcast. So I had a lot of decisions to make very young when it came to being black in my skin. Well, I eventually went to college, which is an a miracle in and of itself, because at that time my mother was and is now a single mother. And so I worked my way to get scholarships and everything to get through that. Well, eventually I'm working for Enterprise Rent-A-Car, fast forward to Bank of America, fast forward to Google, then to Amazon. And uh, in the, those final years of my corporate um, corporate America journey, I was a certified diversity and inclusion trainer. I trained hundreds of people at Amazon how to make sure their hiring processes were inclusive and they were looking for the talent um, that Amazon wanted, which was a diverse pool of people. At the same time, I was experiencing 
racial injustice in many places within my career. And um, it was frustrating. At the same time, I I chose to power through into a place of what do I stand for? Now, Jesus over everything for me, but it was important that I stood for something and diversity was one of those things. And so even today, as I'm podcasting, I have the same frame of mind. I am standing for diversity, justice, equality. I want to see black lives truly matter as much as others, because so many times I've seen with my own eyes, it not count for the same. I've seen coworkers make racial comments in front of the boss who says nothing about it. I've seen so many things. I myself, as a young person, was put in the back of a police car, cuffed for speeding. I got my school books. I was in college. School books on the passenger seat of my of my car, blasting my praise and worship music. Get pulled over, older white guy sticks me in the back of his car, cuffs me, searches all over my vehicle. After I told him, hey, I'm just on my way back from a beauty pageant supporting my friend. It didn't matter. Now he eventually let me out, he let me go. And of course I'm not resisting, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pretty good kid. And so he lets, he lets me go, I get back in my car and I am shaking so hard I couldn't even drive. I'm traumatized. And things like that will never make a stat sheet or someone's record of how many times the police may have unjustly done something. There was so much that people will not know until these stories surface. But what I'm really, really proud of are the white or non-black Americans who are choosing to say, I want to see your discomfort in this country. As a black person, I want to see what you, I want to hear what you have to say. I want to understand your struggle and hats off to every white American or non-black American who is choosing to at least listen. Hats off. I celebrate every white or non-black American who is choosing not to take the word of one or two black people who are speaking anti-black words and are choosing to keep their ears open to the hundreds, thousands who are speaking of personal experiences. So you may or may not know about the statistics that show if there's an African-American or an ethnic sounding name on a resume, specifically black ethnic sounding name on a resume, the significantly lower rate at which they're called in for a job interview. There are so many stats that show racism lives in, the, in this country. So hats off to every American who is choosing to stand with black Americans right now. Now there is a difference between Black Lives Matter, the movement, and Black Lives Matter, the organization. The organization has a much broader statement of beliefs that uh, is very, um, I would say, inclusive of various sexualities and things like that. It's just much broader than simply Black Lives Matter, you know, mattering. I don't think mattering is a word, but Black Lives Matter, the movement. 
So when I speak of Black Lives Matter, I am definitely referring to more of the movement than the organization as there's definitely more research and more things that need to come about on my part for Black Lives Matter, the organization, but the movement, 100% down for. Today happens to be Juneteenth. I am re-recording this on Juneteenth, June 19th. (laughs) And um, for those of you who do not know, uh, Juneteenth is a celebration that has been um, happening in the black community for decades. It's actually a celebration of slaves becoming free. In 1863, January 1st, President Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation, but slavery continued. Two and a half years later, in Texas, enslaved Africans learned of the Civil War's end and celebrated their emancipation. Two and a half years later. Why? Because that's the time in which the um, the Confederate Army made their way down to the South to let us know, hey, y'all, y'all actually been free for a couple years, but we just decided to make it down here to let you know. So on December 6th in 1865, the 13th Amendment of the Constitution was ratified, officially abolishing slavery. Today, I believe there's still a fight for freedom. More recently, we've seen so many stories of even modern day lynching. We've seen so many tragic things like George Floyd um, and others. And I believe at this moment, we're still looking for arrests to be made for Breonna Taylor's um, murderers. Guys, I hope that as you continue to stay strong in your beliefs, that they come, that they include a heart for black Americans. If you are a black American listening, I want to make sure that you're not passing out because we've been in this, uh, in this black lives matter movement for like a month. And I don't know about you y'all. I'm exhausted. Okay. I had to take me a little bit of break today. What did I do? I got an hour and a half massage. I have been waiting to my miss Uma came back to work and I am grateful for that. Happy Juneteenth to everybody. But happy Juneteenth to me as I got a bomb massage today. But guys, I hope that you are taking a mental break. A mental break because watching these videos, seeing these images, seeing white supremacists waving flags and all these different things, gosh, it hurts. And I don't know about you, I have shed tears this month over these issues. So this little momcation I just took, I call it a momcation because I put myself in a hotel room for two and a half days. I just binge watched TV, prayed, exercised, just kind of came back to myself, ate what I wanted, which turned out to be salads. But anyway, ate what I wanted, kind of did my own thing and really, really enjoyed myself. Like I told you guys on Monday that I would, but I'm going to give full details to that. And actually I'm going to be dropping a YouTube video on that, um, in the next couple of days. But Monday, I'm going to see you guys for a live recording of the Don't Be Useless podcast at 1 p.m. Central. But for those of you who like simply listening to it, thank you for listening. I love seeing the numbers out there, guys. You guys are still listening to the audio. You 
are the real MVP, hey, don't forget to stop by itspriscillab.com and sign up for my email list. I do give pretty good prizes in our monthly raffle, which I do on the first Monday of every month. I would love to see your name in that pool of people. I'm also about to start sending out some cool resources to you guys just to keep you encouraged and motivated. And I am absolutely coming up with something. I think it's going to be really cool. This challenge I'm putting together just for this community. So I am looking forward to seeing you guys opt into that. So as always, I want you to grow in your confidence I hope that we're helping you to use your God-given gifts, which we have some things planned to enhance that experience, but also deliver on your vision for your life, which I hope is led by Jesus himself. Love you guys. See you soon.